You know, there really aren't three dreams. There are four. And it's hard to say goodbye, my love. It's hard to see you cry, my love. Hard to open up that door when you're not sure what you're going for. We're going to miss you, listener homegirls. We didn't want this to happen. We never thought it would end. We love reviewing movies for you. You are always our friend. Mm. Yes, thank you. And it's hard to say goodbye, my love. It's hard to see you cry, my love. And I'll leave you with that, listener homegirls. Because neither one of us wants to be the first to say Goodbye. That was very heartfelt. Thank you. Gladys was taken down on that. Have you not listened to that recently? No. It's been on my playlist a lot. I don't know what I'm going through, but it's been like heavy in rotation <laughs> on my playlist. At the end of that song, when Gladys goes, wants to be the first to say, it's that pause. Neither one of us wants to be the first to say another pause. Farewell, my love. Goodbye. Then the pips. Goodbye. When you do, because that was like a performance you just gave. Yes, I um, did. Because you were talking in mm-hmm. between the verses. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, your influences are always really clear. Uh, that was very, very Chloe Bailey. VMAs. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Welcome to the Hour. <laughs> Very much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do love them down. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I'm just glad it wasn't a Dream Girls um like situation. That was Dream Girls. Hard to say goodbye. You say Gladys Knight. But I started with Dream Girls. The first thing I sang was Dream Girls. That was the final number. That was a mashup. That was a mashup of Dream Girls and Gladys Knight. <laughs> I started the show with a Dream Girls reference. Go back season one, listen to the teaser. We're going to end every single season, at least I plan to, with a Dream Girls reference. I have so many. The Arsenal this is, is like, to me. I have a deep, deep knowledge of Dream Girls. You know this about me. Yeah. My knowledge of Dream Girls is really shallow. I've seen it recently. I've rewatched it recently. I just can't retain it. Were you not it. moved? I can't retain it in my no. head. No. Um, now, by Eddie Murphy's performance, I yeah, most certainly. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to tell you this. Listen. Jimmy, want a piece of your chocolate cake? <laughs> yes, a lot of people don't notice really about me. But we did go as a family, go and see it Christmas Day when it came out, like 06. When I tell you, 10-year-old me sat in that theater and cried at the end of Dreamgirls. I mean, I, I bawled. It was just, it was, I was just wow. so overcome with emotion. And I still do. Every time I watch it, I just, it's just, I can feel the knot in my throat. I don't always cry. But mm-hmm. sometimes I do. It depends, you know, what's going on in life. But Yeah. Yeah. So that movie means a lot to me. Shout out to Bill Condon. He did his big one. We don't really shout out white men on this show, but he did his big one on that. So you know you mean it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I got to stay sharp on my dream girls because I didn't catch it the first yeah, that's time. That's crazy. Um, thank you for bringing us into this season four wrap up episode. Listen mm-hmm. to Homegirl, you already know what it is. We're going to be giving out some awards today. Yes. 
We're going to be giving out some awards today. We're going to recap the season, tell you our favorite movies we watched this year, the ones maybe not so favorite, mm. and the ones that, you know, definitively, we just watched a whole year worth of movies. Which ones should you actually watch? Yes. And which episodes should you go back and revisit? That's what we're going to be doing today. I'm here for it. We need a... We need some sirens in here. Like Queen Radio? Yeah. 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 A lot of celebrities have podcasts, but Nicki Minaj actually elevated the genre. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> she even, really yeah. changed the medium. I'll give her credit where credit is due. And she and, and she for sure did do that. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes. Well, let's get started. I'm so excited to talk about some of these films. It's some of these like movies we watched this year that I'm really excited to revisit and talk about with y'all today. And I'm most excited for the awards. I'm dressed up. I got on my good mm-hmm. hoodie. I got on my Renaissance t-shirt. I have a glass of red wine. I'm feeling very yeah. good. Yeah. Let's get into it. Yeah. 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 We're body rolling. Let's start the show. We're body rolling. <laughs> Let's start the show. The new chilling circuit. We're not going to miss no words here today. Sydney, I want to talk about our heavy hitter for season four. Let's we coming get into in. This it. is, listen, homegirl, this is the equivalent of our like best picture mm-hmm. category. Yes. We want to talk about who are we nominating for our heavy hitter category, our heavy hitter pick. We're going to pick four movies to nominate. Sydney's going to nominate two. I'm going to nominate two films that we reviewed. And then we're going to select a winner right here today Ooh. to be the new Children's Circuit season four best picture heavy hitter pick. Can I go first? Please do. I have have my pick. You teed it up. Yeah, you got to keep going. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. For this year, I would like to nominate Brother. That's starring Mm. Aaron Pierre, a Canadian drama that was like set in like the 90s all the way through to present day. It was like this beautiful coming of age where like they were coming of age mm-hmm. but also we were watching hip-hop coming of age like from yeah. this like jamaican american well jamaican jamaican canadian uh lens it was beautiful that one's sticking with me and that's one i'm definitely gonna rewatch. i'm nominating that one i got your approval you yeah let's <laughs> add let's add that to the leaderboard ding 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 ding, ding. yeah <laughs> all right and the next one I'm going to nominate, I'm coming out of left field with this one, with this one because we watched a lot of like really serious dramas. Mm-hmm. And for the heavy hitter, I'm going to nominate a comedy. Ooh. I want to nominate a film we reviewed earlier this year called Three Ways. I knew it. I felt it. I felt it in my spirit. I knew you were going to come because that was like one of your faves from this year. Yeah. I loved I knew it. it that I felt one. It was hilarious. <laughs> it was really good. It was so good. That's when you coined... What was the tour? The uh, hot, sexy, bisexual woman with tattoos and piercings. I forgot what it was. <laughs> yes. Yes. It was hot, sexy, alternative, was. pierced, bisexual girl. <laughs> that is, <laughs> the movie is about a straight couple finding a girl to be their third, to mm-hmm. have a threesome. And I just wanted, please go back and listen to this episode because I want to warn y'all yeah. if you do that, you're not going to find some straight girl who's looking to be adventurous. No. You're going to find a hot, sexy, alternative, pierced, bisexual <laughs> girl who's going to turn your nigga out. <laughs> you ain't never going to have that nigga again. And she did just that. She did just that. <laughs> and she did just that. Yeah. So please, please, please go watch Three Ways and listen to that review because we we got a little wild on that Yeah, one. we did. <laughs> Then 
Them is my picks. Those are fantastic. Wow. What's your two picks? Okay. Um, my two picks. My my heavy, heavy hitter. This movie, I feel I got very passionate during the review. Also through my watch, and I've went back and watched it um since we reviewed it again. Uh up top for me is Cinnamon, uh, the film on Tubi that we watched. Uh it was starring Haley Kilgore, who's also was a big recurring theme this year in one of my stories, Power Book 3, and um, David Iacono. <laughs> so and Pam Greer and Damon Wayans were in it too. Fantastic cast. Yeah. It was a very uh, Bonnie and Clyde, like dumb criminal love story movie that was fantastic and yeah. set in Conyers, Georgia, right in like our backyard. Yeah. The filmmaker confirmed yeah. that they filmed in Conyers. He let us know on Twitter. Um, so <laughs> that's my number one coming out the gate. Um, and number two, I'm going to go with a listener pick. Actually. I don't know if you would have expected oh. this, but, um, no. this movie was super scrappy. Um, also in Atlanta, surprisingly, um, it was very funny. Had, uh, my man, what's his name? Le- not LeVar. I think was, anyway, the movie was plenty. It was a Lamont. S- yes, super scrappy movie that we did earlier this year. It had a great story. I think we both agreed that it would have been awesome if you know, whatever like realm of the world that that filmmaker could turn that into like a series. It was so 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 good, yeah. and they did a lot with a little. So those are my two yeah. up on the leaderboard for our heavyweights. Yes, yeah. yeah. Them is good picks now. The uh, board is going to go deliberate to come out with our <laughs> let's and the winner is brother starring Aaron Pierre and Lamar Johnson and written and directed mm-hmm. by filmmaker Clement Virgo. I can truly say that that's probably one of the best indies I watched this year. Absolutely, it came out last year. I a yeah. thousand percent agree with you. Yeah, woo, brother, first up. Now you don't have to guess, listener homegirl. Yeah. You don't have to guess what's the best movie the new Chitlin Circuit watched this year. It was Brother. It was Brother. <laughs> Hands down. Yeah. Yeah. Cinnamon makes a strong case for itself because it's just low enough budget. Like it's like it's true indie. It's got a good cast. Very, very creative, you know, but something in me just feels like it's such an obvious choice, you know? But a part of me also feels the same about Brother because it was so like just perfect. And it was perfectly done. Like I have no notes on Brother, honestly. Like even though like it had some very tragic and like real moments, I have zero. It was a beautifully done movie. Like how Barry Jenkins was in his big bag. Like this filmmaker was in his big bag. (sighs) You know, I do think my my opinion on Cinnamon is that Mm -hmm. Toward the end of the film, I felt things kind of fell apart a little bit. Yeah, like yeah, you the, did say that. It's like mm-hmm. a, that drawing, that meme that's like a drawing of a horse. And the head of the horse is like beautiful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the tail is like kind of rushed. <laughs> yeah. Like that's mm-hmm. kind of the first the first and second half of Cinnamon, that's in fair. my opinion. You know, whereas Brother was straight through. She was you beautiful. Know? Okay. My only hold up on Plenty, even though it was one of my favorite movies this year, mm-hmm. is it is a little old. Like it was old. You're right. It was older you know? and it kind of barely made our list because of the year it came out. Right. You're right. True. For that, right. I'm okay with uh, dropping plenty off the list. Three Ways was, because uh, it was so unique. I don't know. <laughs> Three Ways was it's just a unique. really unique movie. And it was funny. Uh, 
it was hilarious. And I rewatched it a couple of weeks ago, uh-huh. and I can admit that there were some areas of it that got a little sluggish. Yeah, like you know the like pacing of the film got mm-hmm. a little sluggish, and some areas were like, oh, I don't know if that like quite fits. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Overall, it's a great movie, but there's some there are some shortcomings. Mm-hmm. You know, it really feels like the only perfect film we're talking about is Brother. His brother. On to the next category. Y'all know that we introduced the category last year for acting performance, uh, most deranged <laughs> performance. We're gonna similar but different. This this year we want to be most off the wall, if you will, most unhinged. And I'm and I when I say unhinged, I mean unhinged movie. We watched it like this. We both had to sit back and say, "Now wait a minute, now." <laughs> Hold the hell up. They did what? <laughs> Hold the hell up. <laughs> That's I know who I'm nominating. <laughs> I know what movie I'm nominating. So, all right. So let's get to it. Uh, I think we'll at least have one of the same in this. Uh, yeah. So I'll, I'll say two because I think we will have some overlap. Um, <laughs> or maybe, or honestly, maybe not because another one just came to mind. But first up on my list mm. is um, Dance For Me. Uh, the movie star <laughs> Jeremy uh, Meeks and um, the wig that who who actually won who came to act that week. Um, let, yeah. me, let me do right also and pull up that real cast list for that. Uh, let me go back. Starring Kiaria Schroeder and Jeremy Meeks, as well as Isis's wig was uh, in that film streaming on BET Plus. That's my first pick. That was movie was insane. She was a dancer who got caught up with a bad guy um, who had her running like hits on men, like you know, making them leave the strip club, yeah. drugging them, stealing their money, et cetera, et cetera. But then she meets a politician, good guy named Osiris. Mind you, her name is Isis in the film. Um, and and she changes, you know, she wants to get out of that life. She, she has a baby, her father's sick, and now she can be a first lady because this man is running for the Senate, um, of Georgia. So, and Jeremy Meeks, it gets wild. wild. He put on a hell of a, I mean, it was cokish. Like the performance, it was rabbit. It was scary. Um, so that's my first pick for uh most off the wall unhinged number two for me is pay the lady um the movie we did <laughs> when our homegirl was trying to escape her crazy husband um she had a whole plan to seduce a security guard because he kept her on lock and key um the husband came through after getting caught he shot everybody in the room except her and it's, it was unhinged deranged yeah. she ended up killing her lover security guard and running off to the West Coast in an Uber at the end of that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, those are strong nominations. And yeah, I definitely agree with them. So I'm going to add my two nominations now for most off-the-wall movie. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I have to start with the my first nomination is the movie to which we have compared every off-the-wall movie. (laughs) I have to nominate (laughs) the film called Dutch. Yes. (laughs) This is starring Lance Gross. We Mm -hmm. reviewed it earlier this season. And the movie was a pretty just straight up crime procedural until the very very last last scene scene. Mm -hmm. where Lance Gross in a courtroom 
we've rehashed we this like so 10 many times, times but we gotta do it again i'm gonna do it one more time <laughs> the movie ends with lance gross losing his court case jumping on top of the in slow-mo in the courtroom grab shooting the bailiff in slow-mo pop pop shooting everybody in the courtroom as he jumps over the tables in his church shoes and then leaps through a window, not out of a window because the window was was not open. He leaps through a window (laughs) and we see his body descend down and what happens? He rises back up on a helicopter, y'all. He is risen. (laughs) He carries him out of frame. He is risen. Yes. And that is how that movie ended. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was flabbergasted. So that must be my first Absolutely. nomination. I This is might be an easier category to decide because I'm going to double nominate. I have to nominate Pay the Lady as the next off-the-wall movie. Sydney already described the plot, but this movie, the entire last 30 minutes of the movie was... That SNL sketch yeah. where people mm, what keep pulling you out say? guns. <laughs> Ooh, what you say? <laughs> and like just shooting each yeah. other, like crazy. That movie unhinged, and that was such a fun review. It so was. I it have was really, to, really fun. That one has two nominations. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And yeah. the winner is. I think it's clear. <laughs> It's clear. We don't have to discuss yeah. that one. Yeah. Pay the lady wins for the most off the wall <laughs> on That got plot. out of hand. <laughs> it did. I, I had so much fun watching that movie. Same. That was uh, directed yeah. by Lena Green, written by Dwayne Alexander Smith, and starring Miss Lauren Ford and Deshaun Thompson. Um, yeah fantastic movie is truly there's a part in the movie where somebody comes in and shoots another character in the back yep (laughs) without even seeing what the situation is nope shoots him in the back and then says what's going on what the hell going on (laughs) wait a minute he literally shot first yeah (laughs) ask questions later yeah yeah, that one was all crazy. The wall. And the last okay. 30 minutes of that movie just like the the stakes escalated and escalated as oh like the build up was crazy. <laughs> it was nuts. Yeah. yeah. Oh mm. yeah. This was a tough category. Like it, it was, was a tough competition because we watched a lot of off the wall shit. We did. But that was some fine work. True. <laughs> Especially because we brought up Dutch like every other review. We just, it yeah. was something that yeah. in us, because that court scene was crazy. Honestly. It just changed me forever. And there's a Dutch too, I think in the works or something we saw. I don't know. They are working Obviously. on it now, but yeah, like <laughs> we have a, after yeah. doing the stepmother too, we have a new sequels rule on the show. So we might not review that, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> If Dutch had been a more interesting movie, yeah. it, it could have won this category. But it that scene is the only memorable yeah. scene in the whole movie. I also think Dutch was my best cold open of the season. That's when I did my um, yeah. Godfather um, open. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that was so yeah. unnecessary. You could have disagreed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought I did. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Let's do the next category before this. Yeah, we have to go here. through all of that. Mm. <laughs> Is there a heart? Is there a heart in the house tonight? 
Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. Thank you for the ad lib. Appreciate you. Uh, Y'all know we some lover girls here on the show. We love a good romance. Uh, We love a romantic subplot if done well. And we love a good rom-com or straight up romantic film. This season, we have a new superlative film award category for best love story. We have singled it down to three. All right. And of course, only one can win. Uh, The love story in Cinnamon between our two uh, main characters in that, Jody and Eddie, just tug that in my heartstrings. I know personally, it's just, it it was, it was very Shakespeare-esque. Yeah. It was beautiful. He Beautiful. jumped out a window for her. He jumped out a window for her. He was already shot and jumped out a window. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Street Co-Broken, who had the romantic subplot between uh, two of our main characters, uh, Deontay, who was the church, he was a church boy, but also in the streets, but he didn't belong in the streets. He was too soft for it. He had, yeah. he had a kind heart. He was not trying to be out there. And our character, Tiffany, who was in the church already, uh, no judgment on Deontay. She just, you know, was, she was his... Or for each other, they were uh, a safe a safe place, a safe space for uh, one another. And her yeah. father lived a similar life to Deontay. He's like a reformed gangster. And it was like, listen, man, you don't got to live that life. I'm trying to, you know, help the boys out here doing all this crazy stuff. So y'all don't got to do that. I want y'all yeah. to live. It was die. a beautiful, like, unlikely pair. Very much so. And it was just so it. sweet. They had their little first kiss at a bowling alley. It was just very, yeah. <laughs> he didn't know how to bowl for real. It was Perfect touches there. Y'all know we love Miss Janaya Black on this show. Um, so, and then finally, we uh, reviewed a film called Love Goes, but this romantic story, <laughs> and we have to be clear, okay, not the yeah, main couple. Yeah, not the main couple. No. In in this film, uh, there was a subplot, but two, it was a lovely. Uh, so Casey Clark, who was in one of our favorite films from last season, Birthday Behavior, he uh, and his man, who's his boyfriend, I believe. In this movie, boyfriend or just I, his yeah, man? his boyfriend. His boyfriend. Casey yes. Clark played the gay best friend to the protagonist, mm-hmm. and his subplot was that like he found a man and they was in love. They was and in it love. Was so cute. It was very cute. And they had like real scenes together, mm-hmm. like you know, like they were. It was a real like fleshed out love story. Yes, and I really liked it, so I nominated that one. It was great. Um, yeah, but there can only be one winner. So for our. Can only be one. Season four, best love story. And the winner is Cinnamon, Jody, and Eddie. Come up here and get your award. They did really good. And like I think the filmmaking, like the way they uh like put those dreamy lights on them yeah. when they were like walking together in the mm-hmm. movie. It was so good. So That's good. definitely my favorite love story from the year. Agreed. Agreed. This also makes me think of, remember from the, when I used to do a uh, best kiss on the movie and TV awards and the best uh, yeah. like recipient of that award in my mind was the year the notebook uh, won because Ryan Gosling and Rachel McAdams redid the like famous kiss from the movie where she like ran and jumped. It was just, listen, Aww. little me, I swooned for weeks, Alexis. I just said, I need to find, I need to just go find me somebody to love. So, Oh, we love love on this show. <laughs> we list. do, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn, mm-hmm. every time I learn something new about you, every time we cut these mics on, yeah. <laughs> yeah I've been deep in the pop culture yeah. trenches my entire life. I, I don't know, it's just, it's, yeah. it's just, it's just in me. Okay, 
I'm ready to get into some of uh, I, I've I've asked the commission, I've asked the board mm-hmm. to to let me do something I'm calling genre highlights yes. here on the show. Um, this year we have selected just a different like mixed bag of mm-hmm. films. You know, our distribution each season is a little bit different. We try and like switch it up for y'all. Yeah. Um, where, you know, maybe season two was more hood movies it was, and actually. season one was more romances. Mm-hmm. So like this year we did a lot more of certain movies than we ever do. So knowing that I want to get started talking about the thrillers that we watched. <laughs> we I let made my heart a race a lot this, year. <laughs> this, this season. Yep. I did. <laughs> we made, we made a resolution this year, usually in October for like spooky season, mm-hmm. we Mostly just watch thrillers because Sydney, you can't handle I don't do scary. Right. But this year we said we were going to watch thrillers in the regular rotation. Yeah. Just watch them regularly throughout the year so that when October comes, we can actually watch a horror movie, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which we did. And we'll talk about that. We did watch a horror We did so, watch it. We got duped into that horror movie because yeah, we did. it was a horror. All right. Yeah. We, we've set a record this year though. I, I've, my count says that we watched six thrillers this wow. year. So that is way more thrillers than we've ever watched in the Truly. season. So shout out to us. Yeah, we usually hit like and, two max. That's all I can handle. <laughs> yeah, maximum. Yeah. So we can't talk about thrillers without giving a little shout out. Here's an honorable mention to a film called Stalked Within <laughs> that we really liked. <laughs> they had the best scale of scary in my mind. Oh, hell, Gary. Somebody get Gary. <laughs> Go to hell, Gary. <laughs> I said, I think it's just like, I started out at, go home, Gary. Go home, Leave Gary. Home yeah, that's what it was. To go home now. <laughs> to Go to hell. Go to hell, Go your white ass to hell. (laughs) (laughs) You get your ass to hell. Because you bothering these people. (sighs) That movie was like one of those stalker, fatal affair type of movies. Like really more like obsessed because there Mm -hmm. was no affair. Yeah, yeah. He was just obsessed with her. So um, he was using the alarm system to look in her house. Oh, it was terrible. And I loved it. It was such a good movie. We came in strong with that one. That was like our second review this season. That was a really strong one to start. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then for I would also like to shout out the subgenre, next genre, sports. Mm-hmm. We I mm-hmm. love sports movies. That's mm-hmm. something you should know about me. So boxing movies. Yep. I love movies where they have to uh do a basketball competition, mm-hmm. even if it's not a good sports movie. I love it. It's basketball just so is your favorite sport. You like the way to dribble up and down the court. Down the court. <laughs> yeah. I loved Like Mike. <laughs> Same. <laughs> loved it. So this year, we actually, for the first time, got to watch some sports movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, we watched a film called Make It Out, which is a basketball movie. Yeah. Like basketball slash gangster. Slash gangster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was a whole drug, like, <laughs> undercity plot to that one. Really, the basketball was the yeah. underplot, but, you know, it's fine. We, we figured it out after watching. Right. Yeah. I wanted more ball. Wanted more ball. Yeah. Uh, gunplay. Yeah. But, but it did it star that very fine movie. Denzel Dandridge. Mm-mm. Denzel. Denzel. Two else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is yeah. hot. Um, and we also watched Boxed In featuring your favorite uh, Miss Baby gal, Carter. Regine Carter. Regine Carter. Love Miss <laughs> Regine Carter. I do. I'm not ashamed of it. Yeah. <laughs> 
And I just wanted us to say that. And you know what else? Um, I'm going to throw another one in Ooh. the category. Because you know what we said this year at the top of this year? Yeah. We international. We international. We flew it out this season. We sure did. We flew it out. We did. You so right. You right about watched. it. We is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we watched um, a film called Hey You, which yep. was set in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. And we also watched a film called uh, Sincerely Daisy. Daisy. That was in Kenya, right? Sincerely Daisy. Yeah, it was in set Kenya? in Kenya. Yeah. We did Queen so, of Glory. We international. It was a little international. My girl was Nigerian, but she was in the Bronx. Yeah. But that's when we and started that's, our that's international whole identity. Journey. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Queen of Glory um, about the. Uh, like first generation mm-hmm. Nigerian girl in the Bronx. I yeah. loved that. Opening movie. her bookstore. That was our left that white man yeah. alone. Ooh, I was so happy she got away from that mm-hmm. white man. Yeah, that was a good one. I'm definitely gonna rewatch that. Personally. Same. That was a really, really good like one. opening opener for the season. Honestly, I think it it really it set a good tone for us. Yeah. 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 So those are our genre shout outs. Um, just to show y'all, you know what our comp is. That's our like Spotify wrapped. Yep. We did. <laughs> Way more thrillers this year. <laughs> you know, we were light on romance this year. We really wow. did not watch very many love movies. And I feel like there's like, because season one, we were doing a lot of, not catch up, but we had to like, all the indie movies that had been made, basically like from, we had, it was it was a lot that we had already seen, but we wanted to talk about from like 2016 up until 2020. We wanted mm-hmm. to talk about, and it just so happened, most of them are romances. So we hit a lot of those already earlier right. in the show and now it's just there's not as many i don't think like romance indies being made like these days yeah, yeah. right it's it, the distribution is split i feel like the money is in like it's representative what yeah. we've selected is representative of the market right now yeah there are a lot of thrillers like mm-hmm. especially from uh networks doing indie movies like yep. bt plus and all black mm-hmm. we watched so many thrillers we really did <laughs> you know so yeah. You know, it's all good. I liked some of them. Some of them I didn't. Yeah, yeah. Which leads us to our next topic of conversation. This is what I know you've been waiting for, listener home girl. People love to hear a good a good hating sesh. Mm-hmm. So let's get into it. These um, are dishonorable mentions. Yeah. yeah. And I'm gonna be I'm I'm not gonna I'm gonna be honest. We're not gonna hold back. <laughs> we're not we we're we're much yeah. nicer during the review, but we're not gonna hold back. It's the end of the season. Let's yeah. fill. Yeah, because the review, the filmmaker's probably going to listen to it. We don't want to discourage anybody. Mm-hmm. Unless it's actually bad, yeah. then, you know, we would be doing you a disservice by mm-hmm. lying. Mm-hmm. But if it's decent, we'll work with it. You know, if it's like, uh, you know. Yeah. But here, this wrap-up episode every year, this is just for the homegirls. Like, for y'all. This is not yeah. for people who is listening to this show for the first time right. or for filmmakers who are, no, this is just We're in close company right now. So we, we know y'all yeah. know us. I say all that to say, <laughs> it's time to talk about that movie, Secret Society. Let's get that it. That was the first on my list. Year. That was first on my list. Let's get into it. Yes, indeedy. What the good hell was that? Okay. Let me give you a refresher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the movie was about two trans girls who live stealth, so they don't really tell people they're trans. Okay. And apparently they have all these boyfriends who they have sex with, but the boyfriends supposedly don't know mm-hmm. that these are trans girls. Right. And then the issue comes with the filmmakers, like writing of the dialogue. The filmmaker mm-hmm. was a cis woman and she cast cis women cis to women. play these trans women. Yep. And there's a part in the movie where they actually wrote in the dialogue. 
like where the trans woman comes out, but she says, I'm a man. Uh-huh. And it's like, I don't think so, honey. Like, <laughs> Between like, that. It's just. Yeah. And the, the, yeah. the on-screen violence that was just so unnecessary to the plot. And it's just like, we, mm-hmm. we are literally seeing so many black trans women be murdered every day. Yeah. That is not, mm-hmm. that is not something that you want to like perpetuate on screen just because you're not bringing awareness to anything. It was a just cause part of the plot for the violence to be like bestowed upon these women. It was yeah. awful. I, I did not like it at and all. And you make a good point because yeah. like the very plot of the movie about, Oh, these trans women, they be lying. Mm-hmm. That very premise is the dangerous thing that so many cis people and cis men use to justify the idea that trans women should be beat up or Mm -hmm. like hurt or killed. Right. You know, like that is the very ideology that is leading to so much like carnage in that community. And like, it's on us to protect our black trans sisters. So like, I just don't see what's cute about making a movie where you have nothing like constructive, Mm -hmm. protective, loving to add to black trans women's experience. Mm-hmm. You're just making a sensational story where it's full of violence and it perpetuates this fucking mm-hmm. lie Literally. that trans women have to lie to get cis men to fuck them. And they it's do not. not. The truth. It's not the truth. Cis men love trans women. They do. It's not that's not a secret. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. They be fine. Pretty like a transgender. Period. JT. <laughs> <laughs> she said. <laughs> So like, stop lying. Yeah, That's a fucking lie. Literally. So like, what is the point? What was your point? Why there was you no point. What is your point? And I, tr- I, I remember right. just like, look, I, because th- I, I remember just being so disturbed at the end of that movie, and I was like, okay, yeah. So like, are at least the actresses who, like, are they trans women? And then I said, wait a minute, that's Erica Pinkett. I, as far as I know, <laughs> <laughs> that's Erica Pinkett. <laughs> like, I, I don't what. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a big no for me on this one. Yeah, and there's a yeah. sequel we, we were, will not be watching, and yeah. Hell no. not at all. No, no, Mm-mm. I will not be platforming that again. Yeah, you know, we were honest during the review about like how like the movie perpetuated transphobia. It was yeah. an unhealthy and like violent view mm-hmm. of of trans women, and like didn't add anything. Yeah, but I think we were nicer about like talking about the movie, the rest of the story. Yeah, we were, but like in hindsight. That was a waste. I wish we hadn't talked about that movie at all. I agree. Like, I wish I had known that that's what that Same. movie was about. Same. Yeah. All right. Now I'm going to lighten it up with, I have one more dishonorable okay. mention that I would like to throw out. Let's do it. Because <laughs> I feel like <laughs> this, you know, this dishonorable mention is me saying what my teachers used to say to me. Mm. You need to apply yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you could be a lot if you applied yourself, uh-huh. but uh-huh. you want to play. Yeah. <laughs> I want to talk movie? about the unhitched king. Oh God. Let us please. Yes. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. This, this mm-hmm. movie starred Rob Cassie. Yeah. He was great. You know, I've seen his work. He's a mm-hmm. cool, like he's a funny guy. And it starred a bunch of like comedians that I've seen on the internet before. It had a decent cast. The story was interesting enough. You know, it's kind of like the reverse of the story. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> the story was pretty much like reverse hitch so this guy goes around 
and he helps men get out of relationships they don't want to be in yeah uh by like just making the circumstance so bad that the woman leaves you know mm-hmm. so she, if you know people have prenup clauses like if i leave right. her she gets money but if she leaves me so that type of thing mm-hmm. okay that's interesting enough it's kind of goofy it's got just enough misogyny to be all right uh. but yeah the execution of it was so bad like it was terrible it was so gratuitous with the jokes and yeah. none of the jokes were funny they were all and and i really mean 2008 when i say it they were all 2012 vine jokes some of that stuff is funny today <laughs> because of nostalgia but it's not yeah. funny like no more we like the comedy has got to improve the times this movie came out mm-hmm. last year and it felt like it was already <laughs> 10 years old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and it just, it felt disappointing because they had, there was some really cool things in the movie. Mm-hmm. They had these like graphics and like yeah. cool like uh, editing stuff. And it felt so wasted on these weak ass like male humor. Like, and the misogyny was rampant. like frat bro humor. Yeah. Yeah. It was misogynist for no reason. It was yeah. like frat bro jokes that aren't funny, mm-hmm. you know? So I feel that, that that gets a dishonorable mention because I I don't know anything about mm-hmm. the filmmaker, but something in me tells me that he can do better. I agree. That's my dishonorable mentions. You got any? I do have some. Um, I'm going to start with this because I remember both of us being like, how did we get suckered into this when we watched this one? <laughs> <laughs> and I know why now, because Vivica A. Fox is in it. Um, due season. That BET Plus. You've been waiting to get this <laughs> off your chest. <laughs> that, and you know, I love a singing competition movie. A way to try and ruin that for me, because that's what it did. Yeah. That movie ruined that entire plot line for me. And that's like, that's my bread and butter. Sister Act 2, The Fighting Temptations, um, Honey. Like, there's, there's, I, I can yeah. name more, but I. <laughs> Yeah, I love those kind of movies. That was a, that was a what do you mean, honey? Why didn't you say? Why didn't you say Sister Act? Sister Act. Two, oh, you're right. Temptations. <laughs> honey, honey, <laughs> honey was more of a dance competition. No, at the end, the kids had to put on the show at the end of yeah. the movie. You know what I mean? A movie that ends with a performance. I like it. Yeah. Um, but due season was not it. Was me. not it. Uh, the point of due season was okay. So and also, Sir the Baptist is in this. We should have known that from the jump when we found out that he was in yeah. this movie. So our main character is trying to get into this music school and has to want to, but to get in, they don't. Okay, because it was. Really- <laughs> Yeah, this is exactly how the movie was. Yes. <laughs> You're nailing it. <laughs> like, but to get into this particular program, you have to be a man. Um, and so and be in a fraternity. So she then disguises herself as a man to join this fraternity, and none of these other boys realize that this is literally a girl with a backwards cap on and an oversized hoodie. None of them realized that um, the entire movie uh, to then win this like competition to be entered into the music school, get the scholarship, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But the whole real premise of the movie was that I guess like worldly people 
don't understand because <laughs> I'm really trying to. Man, I'm trying to be serious. I'm man, trying because <laughs> it was crazy. Uh, yeah, I forgot about the whole uh, she's the man plot. Yeah. Because it wasn't even like how Amanda Bynes was pretending to be a man. It was yeah. like she was like, oh, I'm going to pretend to be a trans man. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. tell him I'm transgender. Yes. And it's yes. Like, it was, that was so dumb. Where is this coming up in y'all's mind? It was so that dumb. people do this. It- <laughs> And the only reason we watched that movie be- was because Vivica Fox was in it. So I said, oh, Vivica is in it. So it has to have some redeemable qualities. And it had none. Not not a one. She has figured out a perfect <laughs> way to keep a steady income in her she sad card. She because has. she does movies where she is completely isolated from the rest of the cast. Mm-hmm. So she just is the mama in a yep. flash. She was also in Secret Societies. She's she just the mama, the mama in the flashback. Or like in a flashback yeah. or something to where she just has to give the same type of speech. Mm-hmm. You know I love you and you need to take care of yourself. Right. And boom. She just got, she's yeah. in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Due season is is a, a big dishonorable mention for me. I was very upset after tuning into that movie. Like I had to just like cleanse my entire being. I don't even know what I was watching at the time, but I had to like overly binge that to get this movie out of my mind. Um, yeah, so that's my. I know it bothered you because you really, really like did. that genre. I do. Yeah. Like, how dare you? Like. <laughs> I have another one. Praise this. That was good with Chloe Bailey, my girl. She was on the Peacock movie. Yeah. That was a good one. It was real cute. Yeah. 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 Well, the time has come. Mm-hmm. Before it's we time. oh, before we get into the awards though. Yeah. Um, I do want to shout out because we did have a, a lot of great guests on the show this season. Um oh, and yeah. some interviews. So I want to shout out, of course, our homegirls. Oh my goodness. <clears throat> Our homegirls, Nettie and Etsy from Oh Hell Yes, a girlfriend's podcast who joined us for a review of Pariah. This season, we had a great time having them on the show and then also were able to guest uh, star on theirs as well. So shout out to them, friends of the show. Love what they're doing over on the Oh Hell Yes, uh, girlfriend's podcast. So had to shout them out. Also had to shout out a more recent guest spot we did with Shandria Evans, filmmaker who joined us for our review of Earth Mama, another really... I, I don't know why that didn't make it up to the top of our um, heavy hitter, but it, that was another a, good one. If this is an award show, this is an award show, Sydney. We yeah. have to have snubs. You're right. We do. It was, <laughs> it was snubbed. snubbed it was you. snubbed. You're right. You're right. But have to... Sh- oh. My sister is calling me. It's Courtney. Sorry, I'm recording. <laughs> yes. And shout out to Courtney and Eden over at the Cine- <laughs> um, kind of sort of Cinephiles sort of podcast. <laughs> They had us on there too. We re- we reviewed Watermelon Man. Watermelon Man on their show. Yes. Um, and last but not least, have to shout out uh, this relationship that we started building season one uh, with filmmaker, actress, producer Miss Numa Perrier, who um, we interviewed her um, and aired that interview this season. Uh, we watched Jezebel. We gave a whole spiel on how we had to watch it season one. Then we had a, an issue in the studio, and then we did it again. Um, last season, and uh, Numa was gracious enough to join us for an interview. Uh, so y- y'all know we're big yeah. fans of hers here. So had to shout out Miss Perrier yeah. as well. So thanks so much to all of our guests, everyone who lets us come on the show. We build in community always on the New Children's Circuit podcast. Yeah. So and in to further stall from the big award, yeah. I would like to say a big big thank you to our listener homegirls, all of y'all that have subscribed to our newsletter. Mm-hmm. We started that up this year 
because we wanted a way to like let y'all know what's up and like let you know ahead of time what movies we were watching all this stuff and you guys have like interacted with it interacted with it so much and like signed up and you, you know you i'm we thought y'all wanted that yeah. and y'all showed y'all wanted that so we are mm-hmm. really really grateful for that and we can't wait to to you know be pinging you once a month just once a month once only once <laughs> uno, uno, uno. you know yeah yeah when season five starts up as well mm-hmm. so thank y'all for y'all support with our newsletter yes all right let's get into the hard stuff what we've been waiting for all season long yeah our... this is the category yeah. with the most nominees yeah like 40 nominees yeah <laughs> um and i always break it so. down to, to three that's been the thing the last few seasons so yeah. Let's it's get like into... all those people submitted. Yes, for exactly. The for the award. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the committee can only yeah. choose a few, you know, it's, 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 it's only so many of us on the committee, you know, Not I'm so, so excited. I'm an audience member yes. this time of year. Yeah, yeah, when this yeah. happens, I don't know what she's going to say. So mm-hmm. over to you. Yes. Um, let's get into season fours. Who came to act award winner? We tease this every single week on the show, but there can only be one winner every single season. So we're going to get into our our top three um, nominees and then announce the winner. First up, we have Mr. John Boyega for his performance in Breaking 2022, um, another thriller uh, where he portrayed a real-life person uh, Brian Brown Easley in his um, takeover of a bank in like Smyrna, Georgia. Another, we did a lot of movies like based in Georgia too this year. That was interesting. Um, but fantastic performance from John. But you know, we know he'd be acting down anyway. Yeah. Next up, we have the oh so fine, and I'm and I and when I say oh so fine, I mean oh so fine, Mr. Aaron Pierre. For his performance in Brother, and we, it's it's already it's our heavyweight pick for this. Yeah, I know we love this movie. I hope you go watch it. Um, tell Aaron I said hi at him on Twitter, Instagram, <laughs> all the things. <laughs> that does not influence my winner, obviously. And oh. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, last but not least, uh, Miss Haley Kilgore for her performance in Cinnamon. Um, I yes. my girl did her thing that movie. And I, it was no secret that I was a fan of hers when we reviewed the film. Um, and excited that she has made it to our top three nominations this season. But there can only be one winner for the Who Came to Act mm-hmm. Award. And for this year's season four, 2023, Who Came to Act Award winner, we have Miss Haley Kilgore. Her performance is Jody in Cinnamon. That's incredible. Yes. I think she deserves that. She does. Absolutely. Like, that means a lot because John Boyega acted his ass off in that movie. He did. <laughs> he really did. And yeah. Nicole Bahari was also yeah. in breaking. But you know, she she already she won. She won movie. she won season one. So I can't, you know, that was that was that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. You know, I'm rooting for the underdog because mm-hmm. Aaron Pierre is up right now. This he is, is like his year. You know, yeah. John Boyega been up since he's, like 20. My man's is in Star Wars. <laughs> he was like, yeah, yeah, like, please, he's up. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I love an underdog. Yeah. She deserves it, though. She did a really good job in that she movie. She down. When that man walked into that gas station Ooh. in that opening scene, and she's... <laughs> it was very... This man is shaking the table. It was so good. That... I would say her performance in that opening scene of Cinnamon mm-hmm. was literally right up there with Vivica and set it off. <laughs> like when that man came What's the procedure? Back. What's the procedure? You are so right. You are so right. It was so good. It's so good. Yeah. That is, well, that's a good call out. Wow. Yeah. Black women. Black oh, women. Congratulations to yes, her. congrats, Ms. Yeah. Kilgore. I hope this makes it across your desk. Yeah, we're going to tag you on social and everything. But yeah, you did that, girl. Big, big fan this over is here. big. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Do we want to get into our fun awards? We did institute this last yeah. season uh, where you yeah. have added <laughs> three more categories to our lovely award season. So I will let you take it away. Yeah. We like to... I, I would like to continue. I would like to do a second annual... Uh, yes. most deranged performance Please do. award. I think that was a great one <laughs> from last season. Yeah. <laughs> Our inaugural <laughs> pick for that last year was Erica Mena it in uh, The Stepmother. Yeah. By a long shot. <laughs> like, <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> that bitch is crazy. Easy. <laughs> like, yeah. But g- given how many more thrillers we watched mm-hmm. this year, the competition's stiffer for the most deranged award. So I have a winner. These are quick picks. There are no yeah. nominations. I just got winners. <laughs> okay. The winner of the most deranged award for season four of the New Chillin' Circuit is Prison Bay. It's Jeremy, Jeremy Meeks Meeks for absolutely. his role in Dance for Me. Oh absolutely. my God. I was scared. Girl, I was, I was too. Scared. <laughs> this was some scary <laughs> shit. It was scary. I didn't know what he was going to do. <laughs> Um, my man was sniffing that because, damn yeah. protein powder coke, whatever they do on set to make that <laughs> realistic. That was crazy. He was coked out, yeah, gun clapping, <laughs> ready like the type of shit yeah. when you listen to old Tupac songs and he'd mm-hmm. be like ready to die. <laughs> right. like, Whoa. <laughs> What's the um, <laughs> we should write down? I'm ready to rumble. What's my man? <laughs> that was Jeremy Meeks in this movie. Yes, help the bear. If you see me in the bear, that was the vibe. Yeah, because yeah. it wasn't. It was menacing. Ooh, like his performance so. was menacing. Ooh, so so he wins most deranged yeah. because he really delivered in that. Yeah. He yeah. got on our leaderboard too for menacing light skinned men because he was up there with Michael Ely. I, n- I named a few <laughs> on that review. Yeah. So yeah, he got up there with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. And then we have our most bossed up category. It's because last year we watched a lot of films about characters who was just bossed up, like black women who was about their shit, you know, and we watched fewer films like that. So this pick's going to be a little bit more fun. It's going to be more of a slant rhyme. Ooh, okay. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I would like to nominate, um, let me get the sister's name, because obviously most bossed ups, it's going to be a black woman. Obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I would like to nominate Miss Nana Mensa from Queen of Glory. Yeah, she was boss. She didn't start the movie. Her she character did not. Uh, Sarah <laughs> did not start the movie bossed up, but by the end of the movie, she bossed up and took control of her life. She did. That was some real shit. 
I loved her character's journey in Queen of in Queen of Glory because Absolutely. it was a coming of age in the sense that I need right now. Right. You know, somebody in their late 20s who was doing that like mm-hmm. like when you become a real adult, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> Truly. That coming of age. <laughs> yeah. So I loved it that. <laughs> That's a great pick. I would like to add a new pick for this year. Ooh. Ooh. A new. I would like to add a new category. Yes, pick. let's do it. I lo- I love the the yes the spontaneity. Yes. Yeah, yeah. This one is called this. <laughs> this is a film pick, not a performance pick. Okay. And this one is called Home Girl Certified. <laughs> this this movie Ooh, that's is Home Girl Certified. That is good. <laughs> that's a great category. I love it. I love okay. it. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this one goes out to the film called. 20 something. Yes. Home girl yes! certified. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. 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 You know what mm-hmm. makes it so this is a film about obviously a group of 20 somethings yep. from Kendra Renee. Is mm-hmm. that her name? Yep, the Kendra Renee, the filmmaker, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I put in my description. I I write the episode descriptions. Mm-hmm. I think I put Lex struggles to find fault with this one. Because I did. I struggled to find any faults. It was good. Yeah, it was good. Um even more mm-hmm. than being just a good movie about homegirls standing yeah. to your left and your right. Period. <laughs> I was on, this is, I get to say this now. I was on set this weekend Ooh, and mm-hmm. my friend who was doing production design for uh-huh. me, they were like, oh, you have a podcast, right? Um, you review one of my friend's movies. Kendra so Renee was the friend? The, yes. And I Stop. was like, oh. Your friend is a is a friend of the show. That is crazy, right? <laughs> so it's real homegirl shit. Truly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, real homegirl <laughs> shit. We need to have Megan do a task yeah. for us. Yeah. I'm going to DM her. <laughs> what she charge you think? I don't just know. Just to do like a couple of takes of real homegirl shit. Yeah. Eh. I don't know, but I would like for her to do. We got to, we got to, we got to yeah, get an inquiry in about that yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we have to get we'll yeah. type up some papers for it. Mm-hmm. But that's the first. That is the inaugural pick for home girl certified. I like that. I like twenty somethings. Yeah, I second that. That's how I'm a thousand end percent. It. Perfect. That was perfect way to end this season. Well, yes, because Kendra Renee had reached out to us last year on Instagram to review the movie, and I was like, "Oh, yeah. bet we'll add it to the list." You know, we were like prepping for season four. And I was I was really yeah. glad that we got to it, like actually review it this season. Um, and yeah, mm-hmm. so shout it's a small world. Shout out yeah. to cast of twenty somethings and of course Kendra Renee again. Um, we really did enjoy our yeah. watch of that one. Yeah. Yeah, we did. And you know, quick note, housekeeping note that I want to say about mm-hmm. the idea of suggesting movies and us hoping to get to it. Exactly what Sydney just described yeah. is exactly what we think about every time we get a suggestion. So mm-hmm. we got a lot of listener suggestions this year. And obviously many filmmakers reach out to us and yeah. ask, can you review my movie? You know? So when we get this, mm-hmm. most of the time, I'd say like seven times out of 10, the suggestion somebody gives us is within, all right, yeah, that's the type of movie we would review. Yeah. But we're always like, okay, sometimes we already have the schedule, the schedule set. Yeah. Like, and we already have the things mapped out. We've committed other movies to other people. We've already mm-hmm. sent the newsletter out and said what movie we're going to watch. Yep. So like we can't all we can't fit all of the suggestions on the schedule right away. Mm-hmm. But when we say we're going to try and put it on or we're going to thanks we're going to watch this. Yeah. We mean it. We're not lying. 
It's mm-hmm. just might not happen immediately. Exactly. Because we schedule way in, way in advance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're planners. We're planners. <laughs> we schedule we are planners. months in yeah. advance. Like this, we're filming right now. It's not even post-holiday yeah. season. What you think? No, no, no. It's November 8th It's November right 8th. That's a spoiler alert for you. <laughs> it's, it's November 8th. <laughs> and this is coming out next December. So, yeah. you know, that's how it is. You mm-hmm. know, if we can do it as fast as we can do it, we do it. Yeah. But we be having the stuff already set. So just because you don't see your pick immediately doesn't mean we're not going to get to it. Trust. We're not front we're not, it's we're not in trying the Excel to hold doc. you. Yeah, it's in the doc. Yeah. Trust. When I say I add it, because I'll DM a lot yeah. of y'all back. I got it, add it to yeah. the list. I mean it. We have added it to our list. Mm-hmm. We mean it. Okay. <laughs> I just want to clear that up. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. Damn. I'm kind of... This feeling bittersweet. So we finna once we stop present record, the season four is it's over. done. It's over. <laughs> yeah. Um, any yeah. last words for our listener homegirls before we before we end the, the recording this week? This was a good one, man. This season was yeah. really good. I we watched a lot of good ones that I liked. It was mm-hmm. interesting. It was definitely a different flavor. For Every sure. year we come back and do it a little different, and mm-hmm. I like that. Um, so yeah, I'm just excited for what we do next year. Um, yeah, we're gonna put like a you know, housekeeping announcement up to give y'all some more particulars about, yes. you know, how the next season's going to go. Cause we are hoping to get a longer break mm-hmm. over the holidays. You know, this is what we're not saying is we tied. We tied. <laughs> we tied. We got other stuff going on. Yeah. You know, we could use a little break, mm-hmm. but you know, we coming back next year and I just knowing how different and how like, you know, new and fresh, we yeah. did every season up to now. I'm just excited Same. about like the what we're going to bring next year. Super excited for it, yeah. Yeah, I just want to thank y'all again for tuning in every week. Um, while we are on our little hiatus, share your favorite episodes with friends, with family. Um, you know, don't be shy. Reach out to us. Submit your listener picks. Uh, we'll still be checking the inbox mm-hmm. on our break. Yeah, because then um, we- Exactly. The movie you know? list will be empty. So Period. if you put your listener picks in mm-hmm. while we're on a hiatus- then you more up likely top. than not. We'll see it first. You up top on the list. Yeah. So that's just a little a little plug for y'all. But yeah, I'm excited. Season five, listen, we get bigger and better every season. And that's the really exciting part. It's really, we said we was going international this season. We did international. Okay, next season, I, yeah. who knows? We going to space. We going to space. Uh, wait, did I go too far? <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, we on Mars. <laughs> we going to space. <laughs> and after that, out the galaxy. Ooh. So y'all better hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I'm just, I'm yeah. Um, I would also like to say the mm. newsletter sign up box on our website yeah. is still gonna be there while we're on break. Mm-hmm. So the best way to you for you to know when we're coming back is we're gonna send that newsletter out. Yeah. Like when it's time to come back, so you're gonna know. So mm-hmm. the best thing you should do is sign up for the newsletter right now yep. while you've got us in your ears, so you won't miss the new episodes. Oh, wow. And it's so hard. Baby, it's so hard. Mm. Hard to say mm. goodbye, my love. It's hard to see mm. you cry, my love. Hard to open up that door. We'll be back for season Thanks for listening. To join in on the conversation, follow us on Twitter at TNCCPod 
and on Instagram at New Chitlin Circuit, and that's spelled C H I T L I N. And for the latest and greatest, check out our website at thenewchitlincircuit.com. Oh.